And um, I called her up and I said, Marjorie, man, I'm so sorry. I saw that you had to close. She said, yeah. She said the foot traffic just, it just, we just can't keep up with it. And, uh, and, and so we started talking. I said, did you, were you able to take advantage of the, uh, the CARES Act, the ERTC loan money? I mean, uh, um, uh, rebate money. She goes, no, I'm closed, JP. I don't have a business anymore. I go, well, this is a big misconception. This is for years 2020 and 21. If you're closed now, you still qualify. Oh my gosh. Wow. And we got her and we got her started. We got her going. Um, she got $47,000 and she started crying because she was going to have to file bankruptcy this year because she still has bills from her closed restaurant that she has to pay and she had no way to pay it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and again, this can be for businesses, which I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't mind making money as a businessman, but some of the, the impact that this can have on people mm-hmm. is, is, can be life-changing. Greg Sheldon here, your host of Metal Steel Manufacturing and Business Pro Podcast, where you learn everything about the metals and manufacturing industry that make your modern day life possible. Everybody, we got JP here today. Uh, Thank you all for coming to listen. We're going to learn a lot about uh, some benefits you can find within your company. This is for U.S. companies only, uh, as far as I'm aware, JP. Is that correct? Correct. Um, and we're talking about the employee retention credit, uh, program, which is not exactly the same as the PPP program. So, um, we wanted to talk about that and spread the word that it has been extended to, uh, 2024 and 2025. Is that correct, JP? Right. And we just, you know, want to go over, to go over it and talk about it so that people can understand, um, how, if they qualify. So can you, uh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Jay, appreciate you coming and talking to me today. So, so JP, t- tell us a bit about yourself first before we get into uh, the well, ERT. Um, I live in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here uh, 21 years now, and so this is this is pretty much home for me. I've lived longer here than any place I've ever been, even growing up. So, um, I. Uh, I was, I've been real fortunate. I'm, I'm retired military. I was, uh, I got out after the Gulf war and, um, I started moving around and doing different things. And, uh, I got into, um, six Sigma for different companies. And I was with the Renaissance corporation. That's how I ended up here, got out and opened up my own business. And I've been doing that ever since here in yeah. Nashville. So cool, man. How, how was six Sigma? How did you like that? I loved it. I mean, you know, I really, didn't have to deal with people too much, which was always nice. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of math. I was really, really good at math. So it was, uh, you know, um, I've done, uh, I did Six Sigma for Dell for a period of time there. Um, they, they call it uh, a BPI. But um, my biggest project uh, was with Dell. Um, I brought in and I basically changed an entire program for, um, for how they manufacture and six six was based on either saving the company or making the company money by changing up the process. And that that executive black belt was worth um uh one hundred and seventy million dollars. Holy lifting, man. Wow. That's I got good. a plaque. You got a plaque? I got a plaque. <laughs> you didn't get 170 million. Cool, man. Well, that's interesting. That would probably work well with your military background with that, like systemizing of things, I would think. Yeah. 
to, yeah. to a certain extent. But um, but then you know, and when I when I got out of it, it was there are a lot of companies do six sigma, a lot of bigger companies. I mean, you know, and some companies really embrace it as part of their culture. Um, Ford Motor Company, you know, it, it's part of their culture, the entire division. They actually give one percent to the people that do the Six Sigma stuff. You get one percent of your wow. projects. Yeah. So it can be really good. Yeah. But um, but a lot of people don't. Marriott, which bought out the Renaissance Corporation, didn't. And so they told me, you know, pick a hotel anywhere in the world. You can be any division you want, but you know, we're not doing Six Sigma anymore. So <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, there you go. Life changes, things change, and we we roll with the punches, exactly. as the saying goes. So let's talk about the uh, the employee retention tax credit because that's one of the offerings you do, along with other things like LinkedIn. Uh, what would you call it? LinkedIn recruiting or LinkedIn marketing or what? LinkedIn, LinkedIn prospect marketing. Prospect marketing. Okay, cool. But this this uh, the the uh, the ERTC stuff, which comes from the CARES Act. Right. So that's what the government created. Um, this is groundbreaking. There is, uh, as far as I know, there's never been this much money available to a business um, in any government program that I've ever heard of. You know, one of the and rebates are nothing new. Right. I mean, everybody knows of Tesla. If you bought a Tesla years ago, you got a rebate. It's all it is. Same thing. The government gave you a tax rebate um, for you buying a Tesla. That's all this is, mm-hmm. except this is an IRS payroll rebate. It's okay. based on you paying and it's for years 2020 and years 2021. Um, the deadlines to file for, for years 2020 is April 2024 and for year 2021 is April 2025. So you just got to have your paperwork in by then yeah. to be able to claim the money. Right. So is that a new, that's from what I understand, what I've learned um, since we connected that, is that a new, like that extension was announced. When was that announced? Only about um, about two months ago. Yeah. Okay. And the reason the extension is how few businesses have taken advantage of the program. It was, it was mind boggling of all this money, $2.2 trillion was set aside for this. Uh, less than 10% of the businesses in the country have taken advantage of this. Man, oh man, that's crazy. And it's because they don't believe it, right? I mean, that's the number one reason. It's too good to be true, right? I have 10 employees, you're going to give me $260,000, right? Please, give me a break, right? Um, and then, so that's the the number one reason is they don't believe it. They think it's something else. You mentioned um, when we were talking about the PPP, yes. right? That was a loan program. Now, they gave you loan forgiveness in certain aspects of it, but it was a loan. Um, this is not a loan. This is actually money that the IRS is giving back to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah. the other misconception is that they just never heard of it because the government isn't telling you. They don't. They they would love. I mean, the government would love for it to stay at 10 percent and nobody else gets that money because guess who gets the money if the business <laughs> claim it? Right. The government. So they would love for it to stay that way and they get all that money back to spend some other way they want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they're not promoting it like they did the PPP. The PPP was promoted because every bank got $2,500 to get you your PPP money. So everybody and their brother was promoting. I mean, it was going nuts um, because it was big money for everybody. Um, and this one is just, it, it's a different setup and people uh, have a big misconception of it. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so I guess that's 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 funny, eh? You know, you you if you don't know about it or you haven't heard about it or it feels like it's too good to be true, it must be. And and you're saying that's just not the case. Like you you've got you've got clients, right, that you've helped out. And do you have any examples that you can share? Um, me. I, this start. I have seven employees, and this started out with a, a a client coming to me and saying he wanted to promote this, and then we started talking about it. And he said, "Do you have employees?" I said, "Yeah, um, I got seventy eight thousand um, huh. dollars." This never would have believed this, and I would have never looked for it, and I would have never gone to get it. Um, and then from clients, um, as soon as as soon as I kind of got brought into this process, I started calling some of my really good clients, people I knew. And, you know, there's some really smart people out there who just don't believe this is what it is. That's right. Um, there's a company in, in in downtown Nashville. I don't want to say their name because I they didn't give me permission to promote them, but they're of a digital course. company. They work with Fortune 1000 companies. These are smart people. They build apps and websites and all kinds of stuff. And I talked to um, the president and got him on the phone and he said, yeah, I think we heard about it, but I, we don't think that's for us. I go, you don't think it's for you? It's because you don't know what this is. I said, <laughs> you have what, 40 or 50 W-2 employees? I said, that's that's one or $2 million. He goes, what? And sure enough, I mean, it ended up being based on their tax payments about uh, $987,000, but that's free money. It's It's money returned to them from the government, and he would have never gone for it. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody listening could be like, okay, what's the catch? What can I do with the money? Like, so I have the money now. Uh, what can I do with it? Good question. And there is, there's, there's, there's basically, I'm not a, I'm not a tax expert. Please don't everybody take my advice to tax. but there's basically two schools of thought for this. One, if you put the money towards your business, uh, buy new computers, buy new office furniture, give your employees a bonus, um, move to a better office. It's tax free. It's free money. Literally do whatever you want with it. Mm -hmm. But you're the owner. It's your money. Mm -hmm. um, if you go ahead and let's say you got $100,000 and you gave $75,000 to your company and took $25,000 and went yourself and bought a, a new car, that $25,000 would be taxable because it's income. Okay. But it's your call. You do what you want with the money. Um, yeah. It's a tax payroll rebate. So if you use it, because that was taxes from your business. If you use it back to your business, it's free money. But wow. it's your call. You do what you want with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. <laughs> I, I did I did just that. Gave some to the company and kept a little for myself. Of course, yeah. But uh, I made a little bit of income tax. No big deal. Um, so who qualifies for this, JB? So there are basically two qualifications only. Very simple. One, you have to have W-2 employees, at least one. It's up to 500, full-time, unlimited part-time. So a big restaurant train that has, you know, 50 locations and uh, a thousand part-time employees, they qualify for all thousand, but it's one to 500 full-time. Mm -hmm. And you had to have a detriment during the pandemic. Yeah, that's it. That's all this is a detriment during years 2020 and 2021. 
Um, and that detriment is what you decide it is. If you lost money because you just didn't have as many customers walking into your restaurant, you win. If And this is for nonprofits too. If you're a church and you had to close one Sunday or several Sundays mm-hmm. because people weren't coming to church, you qualify. Um, if your business was, th- the ones that really don't are obviously ones that made money, businesses that were like 100% um, food delivery, sure. right? Uber didn't lose any money. They made money during this time frame. They wouldn't qualify. Um, if you were a Papa John's or a Domino's, someplace that already was a solid only delivery model, you made money. So you wouldn't qualify. You as the business owner, you're going to know. Of course. <laughs> know if, you, if you had a detriment. Um, and that's that's it. W-2 employees and you had a detriment in year 2020, 2021. That's okay. It. Okay. And so what's the process? Um, I mean, it sounds like it's complicated, right? And and is it the paperwork when it comes to doing this stuff? I mean, they reach out to JP or myself and what what's involved? How long does it take? Because these people are busy, right? Very complicated. And and if anybody has ever, that, that, let me back up. That's probably one of the reasons so many accountants and CPAs didn't, get this done for their clients because they know how to do it. Now, again, like I said, it's nothing new. Payroll uh, uh, tax rebates are are nothing new, but it is very complicated. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of exact paperwork that you have to have. You know, I had a client that I was talking to. She kept all her receipts and everything in a written down journal. Well, that's great for taxes because you just take a calculator and you go like this and, but that doesn't work for this. I've got to have electronic documents. Okay. Um, So again, from a perspective of complication, it's a ton. But the CPAs who know how to do this know exactly the paperwork that you need. And they can walk you through, okay, like this lady who wanted to get the money, she's have to take she has to take all of her yearly receipts and put them into QuickBooks. That's okay. it. That's what she had to do and whatnot. And there's again, there's other paperwork and stuff that has to be filed and done. Um the CPAs, especially the CPAs we work with, we have 34 CPAs on staff. Um, they know how to, they, they get it all done. They tell you what they need and whatnot. The process itself is, if, if I had all the paperwork in front of me, not me, but the CPA, if they had all the paperwork in front of them, three to four weeks. But that it's three to six months because of the client having to get, get all the paperwork together. Sometimes they have to create the paperwork right. because they didn't have it for that year. They didn't do this document that they have to do. So the time frame is really based on how long it takes to get all the documentation into the CPA's hands. Once it's in their hands, it's it's three to four weeks um, to get it all done. Okay. Okay. And then, and then you get your money. That's a pretty short period of time, really. You know, you put a little bit of effort in and you get well, so what's the amount per employee? Does it depend upon some things or? there? It, again, there's no way I could get into, but the maximum allowable based on what you paid and all the other stuff, it's $26,000 per employee. Yeah. Like that, that's a 10 employee company. That's a small little HVAC company or a daycare. Yeah. Um, that's $260,000. That's life changing. Of course, I don't it care is. what you say. It's it's completely life changing. A restaurant, thinking about a restaurant who their margins are small to begin with. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, restaurants, I think I read an article once an average restaurants, only seven to 10 percent uh, profit margin. That's would, that's their average. That's, think about think about that person getting seventy five thousand dollars. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Reinvest that. I mean, the things you could do. Right. So so real quick, I had a client um, that uh, I live in Nolensville. It's a small town outside of Nashville. Um, and I was looking at our local newspaper and it showed, uh, uh, the restaurants that had closed during the pandemic. Yeah. And, um, I was looking at one of the ladies and I knew that my son, my, my 14 year old son loves salads. I know I can't, I don't know what it is. I'd rather have a steak, but he <laughs> loves salads. So this lady had all these kinds of crazy salads. So we, we went there all the time and I saw that she was closed. She closed this just this past September. Right. And, um, I knew her. I was able to get her phone number from a friend from football. And um, I called her up and I said, Marjorie, man, I'm so sorry. I saw that you had to close. She said, yeah. She said the foot traffic just, it just, we just can't keep up with it. And, uh, and, and so we started talking. I said, did you, were you able to take advantage of the, uh, the CARES Act, the ERTC loan money? I mean, uh, um, uh, rebate money. She goes, no, I'm closed JP. I don't have a business anymore. I go, well, this is a big misconception. This is for years 2020 and 21. If you're closed now, you still qualify. Oh my gosh. And we got her and we got her started. We got her going. Um, She got $47,000 and she started crying because she was going to have to file bankruptcy this year because she still has bills from her closed restaurant that she has to pay and she had no way to pay it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, and again, this can be, for businesses, which I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I I don't mind making money as a businessman, but some of the the impact that this can have on people Mm -hmm. is, is, can be life-changing. Yeah. 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 And it's there. It's just a little bit of paperwork, right? It's a hit. And and you'll guide people through that process, right? Absolutely. All all we need to get a client started is uh, the name of the business, the industry in the owner's name, email, phone number, how many employees they had in 2020 and 2021? That's it. The CPAs will take over and from there and get to get with the client on what paperwork they need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's really cool, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. So what other, what other things have you, have you run into any issues doing this with anybody? Has anybody been, you know, had any issues of not being oh. able to, other than the, you know, the, taking the hand scratches and turning them into digital. I mean, that would be right. difficult, but has there been any issues, hiccups along the way? No, I mean, there is no hard and fast rule because everybody's taxes are different. You know, it can depend on how much money you pay for their healthcare, um, maybe the building you own. I mean, there's all kinds of things that go into play uh, in, um, in taxes, but there's nothing for you to do except get the paperwork to the CPAs. They will give you an estimate. Then they'll finish out the paperwork and and get everything done. And that when you get a check coming in, you get a check coming in. It's just, you know, there's okay. nothing else to do. You know, one of the biggest, again, we were talking about, you know, people, why haven't people taken advantage of this? Yeah. The biggest credibility that I can give you is go to the internet, type in the CARES Act and go to the U.S. Treasury website. It's all right there. It's all right there. I've looked it up myself. It's there. Yep. Yeah. It's you can't figure it out. I mean, it's still <laughs> no. It's like that's, a zillion pages. Uh, uh, but that's it right there. It's proof positive that this is a real program. It's just uh, yeah. You know, and 
I think a lot of what happened too is this program has been going on for about nine months. And early on, some of the players that were in there, they were, there was that. It, it looked like just just a step below used car salesman. I mean, you know, you didn't believe, or the or the or, or those insurance guys that are always you know running the ads about you know slip and falls. You, you just didn't. Yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, well, and there were there were people that kind of ruined it for a lot of us, right? And we just saw these people taking full advantage of it. You know, they had no business, but they were you know getting benefits from these things and. Yeah. Most of the guys out there, the bigger players, they're just going after the big companies. They want the, you know, uh, the guy who met me, who, who, who started me on, you know, his first big deal was 300, 300 employees, $6 million for the company. He made, I don't know, four or $500,000 commission. That's what they want. You know, I focus on, you know, the people with smaller ones, 10 employees are left. There's really, this is groundbreaking change for their life. That's right. That's right. It is. So is there a minimum on the number of employees? Did you say one? It could be one. The government, the government allows one. Unfortunately, the company that of the CPAs that we represent has a minimum of three. Okay. Um, So, but that being said, I do know a couple CPAs who are willing to do this for one or two people. Um, so if somebody only has one or two W2s, I can send them over to a CPA that I know that will do the paperwork for them. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, how, where can people find you? And I mean, I'll put the links in the, in the description of the video, but where can they find you? Um, well, I mean, my, my email is pretty simple. It's JP at J A C consulting.com. I'm on LinkedIn. If you type in JP Van Dyke in LinkedIn, I'll fill up three pages. So <laughs> that, easy yeah. to figure out who I am. I've been on LinkedIn since it was created. So uh, it's not hard to find me if you type in my name. So what were you user number 2000 or something like that? Yeah, uh, uh, I think it's 3075 or something. I oh my remember. gosh, man. But it's, it's funny when, when LinkedIn started, it was, you know, it was just this idea. And back then, um, I mean, of course, it's a completely different platform. We, we still had what what they called mail then, and you could direct mail anybody on LinkedIn. You didn't have to be connected to them then. Oh, wow. um, and back then, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, Forbes, uh, those are the only people that were on there besides <laughs> how I got invited. Um, and I, I sent a message to um, Bill Gates and he answered me. I should have printed it out or something, but uh, uh, that's, that was how the platform started. And I was on there at, uh, at its inception. So, Oh my gosh, that's crazy, man. Cool. All right. Well, appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing that with everybody because uh, I think there's a lot of good that can be done here. So anybody that's listening, reach out to JP or connect with myself and we'll figure it out. So, uh, JP's got the experience. That's for sure. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Greg Sheldon here, your host of Metal Steel Manufacturing and Business Pro Podcast, where you learn everything about the metals and manufacturing industry that make your modern day life possible.